0: welcome to Torah Talks Chazak's Tuesday night program with special guest. Tonight we have a, with us a very special guest the Chazak Rosh Hashim, Rav Michal Mansur Shlita. Welcome shabu Rabbeinu, ra- how are
1: you doing? How are you? Oh, Good to Rabbeinu. be back in the office once again.
0: It's always great to have the Rosh Hashim, the Rav here. Hashem, and tonight we're going to be speaking about an exciting topic of building communities, and uh, the Rav has a lot of experience about it, and we're going to discuss it momentarily. But before we discuss the topic, a little background about the Rav, I know very well, but for the audience, a little bit.
1: Well, I was born in the, the Syrian community at a time when there was no Charedi um, schools because Ateret Torah was only opened up like in like 1980. Or maybe the late 70s, but there was no real Charedi school, so I went to Yeshiva Brooklyn. I grew up with Yeshiva Brooklyn by Ramanis Mandel. A lot of the Sferadi children were g- greeted with open hands by Rabbi Mandel, and a lot of the community was built with his Zechut, the older Ramanis Mandel. Then I learned in high school in Mir Yeshiva. And after that, I was Zaychot to be in Mary Shiva based Medish for a few years. My Rabbi is Rabbi Ali Brudley. And of course, we heard share from Rab Shmuel Berenbaum, Zaychot also. Then after that, I was a few years, three and a half years in Panovichi Shiva, which that was by Rab Shach over there. That was like an enjoyable, maybe the highlight of my life, those three and a half years. And then uh, I was in Lakewood for like uh, 12 years after that. <laughs> so <laughs> so this
0: topic of tonight of building communities, the Rav could tell us very well, whether it's Brooklyn, Lakewood, or it's Israel, amazing phenomenon. And today, Chaz Hashem, what the rabbi is doing over here in Queens, with the Bet Midrash and Koleh. It's your
1: inspiration.
0: Et Chaz Hashem, Rav Hashem, so many people coming and learning, studying, growing the Balabat the business guys, the Bakrim, post high school students, Bakhshim, Yagdin Amen. So 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 building communities, Rabbi. So I know a lot of people and uh they're always moving from one community to the next community. Uh, many different reasons, maybe it's because of uh housing, maybe it's because they wanna just change of scenery, maybe they need to be closer to their work, whatever the situation is. What should one be looking for when one moves
1: from community A to community B? What makes a community a community, a Torah community? So I think this is really a, a twofold question. First, what is being part of a community? Good question. <laughs> Rabbi Miller wants Alava uh, Shalom, which... He was one of my great inspirations in life. My mother used to take me a lot of time to his classes Friday night. That's And when I was a little bit older, like in eleventh grade, I even had the zechut to be the tape man. In those days, there was no there was no video machines or anything. He was the originator of this concept of taping shiurim. So I used to run the put up the tapes after, by night, say, the time for Mary Shiva used to come. I used to put up the tapes and I used to go it's to his place. i you, the tapes this
0: year uh, uh, Yeah, the the Rabbi Miller movie.
1: is the, he's the father of all the audio, the audio concept of today's generation. When nobody was doing it, he was already recording tapes. He has tapes from the early 70s wow. or late 60s. So I remember he said once that a person, a wife called him up complaining about a certain issue in the home. And he asked him, where does he daven? So he said he prays uh, Friday night uh, in this shul, Shabbat morning, he prays in a second shul. It depends what time he wakes up. So that's Shul Mencha, wherever he is, maybe with friends, There's that, during the week. He's in... He, he's in a, like a shtiba wherever you can pick up so he says if a person doesn't have a rub and doesn't have a community he's a man without a country Wow! so he said he's a man without a country so how could he be um, level headed his point was is that one of the most important things of a community is what can I get from a community is what we all want but as JFK said, don't ask what you could do for, you the could do for what the country, country could do for country. you. Ask what you could. In order for a person to be part of a community, he has to be part of a community. Involved. He can't just use the community as a convenience store. Wow. He needs some type of uh, minyan, he goes, to the, he goes to the shul. If he doesn't need the minyan, if they need a the minyan, he's not there for them. Mm-hmm. A community means he give. This is part of your life. This shul is part of your life. Now it doesn't have to be that it's only one place sometimes, but it has to be some gives a, a person a stability that he's part of the this this um uh, of this shul. If he doesn't feel part of a community, that means that he. Is going to give into it. That means he's loyal to the community. He's not going to get the advantage of being of the loyalty that a community gives back to you. That's the first thing that I feel. And a lot of times people, like there's a phenomenon of people like a shul without a rabbi. A shul without a rabbi is a social club. A shul was never meant to be a social club. A shul, a social club—you go, you chill, you have a kiddish, you you you, you eat kugel together. That's a social club. You're only doing it for your only your own personal advance, but you know You're not making sure that somebody else gains from you also. Mm-hmm. A community means that in today's day and age, maybe a community means what can I get from the community? But you can't have a good time if there's a hundred, if there's not people around there. So you need more people to be there that you should have a good time but if you want them to have a good time and you care about them and you care about their well-being that's a community and a rabbi is usually the one who unifies the shul that means if you're close with a rabbi you have a Torah or whatever it is we can get more into specifics but if it's not something that you feel that you're part of that you're giving to it you will never get from it like I remember when I was living in Barapak rev Rav Wolfson the mashgiach of Yeshiva Torah Vodat and the Rav of Hisho, There was a person that had a question that he has to run early to work. So if he came to Davan in Amunah show, which you know that the da- the praying in Amunah style is a little bit longer than average, but they really pray over I there. Good
0: to be there on Shabbat once for a Shabbaton Unbelievable to feel. It's it's
1: it's 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 Ghanedin. People don't have patience to pray because they never prayed. But the minute you pray over there, you're not, you're not giving to God a prayer. You're getting from the prayer. Okay, it's very important, and maybe we could bring this in a little bit into tefillah also, because today everybody loves to rush tefillah because they look at it as it's an obligation to God. We look that we do everything. We're obligated to give our wives to help them, so we help them. We're obligated to tefillah, we go tefillah. We're obligated to go to shu, we go to shu. But we're not really realizing the greatness of that. The way Hashem structured a uh, a Jewish life is not that you have to give your dues. It's you receiving. You're much more on the receiving end than on the giving end. But we look at it as obligation. That's why tefillah, the hazan takes three minutes longer. You're getting nervous. If they they tell you to come to shul, Torah, learn with a group. No, it has to be entertaining for me. Why do we need entertainment all day long? Entertainment. You can watch television. We have them for that. You could go watch a sports game. But shul is not for entertainment. It's your life. It gives you life. But if you think that it's only for entertainment, you're not going to get life out of it. But I would say, to go back to the Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Wolfson, he said to him, instead of going and praying in a local shul, the full tefillah, it's better if you come to the shul over here and you pray as much as you could with the tzibut, and then you leave early. He said that. This is my place. Okay. I'm part of a place. Well, it, of course the tefillah is better over there. But, besides the tefillah being better over there, this is my house. This is my, my, this is part of my apartment. I don't go in, in ger, they called a, a a shul, they didn't call it a shul, they called it a shtibel. A shtibel, the reason why they called it a shtibel is because in Yiddish, the word shtib, Means your house. Mm. So they wanted it that the concept of the shoe should be an extension of your house. Home away from home. Uh, It's a home. home. A second home or a home away from home. Why? Because I have my bed, I have my room. Am I ever coming to sleep in your house for the night? I'm coming for Shabbat, you invite me, it's an, it's an occurrence, but it's not on a daily basis. They wanted you to feel that the Bet Knesset that you're going to, the community that you're going to, is part of your life. So if you look at it as a shul as part of your life, and people look at the shul as part of their life, then, beautiful. But I have people that, uh, let's say for example, I grew up in At-Tere Torah. You see the same people, these people they won't pray anywhere else Shabbat, Rosh Hashanah unless they're at work and they can't get a minyan every morning like soldiers but they're soldiers They, they, they learn the same time, they're there the same time they're disciplined you go to any, Rabbi Miller had his people that were so loyal loyal to him but he was loyal to them, and they grew to be the nicest balabatim of Lapush. Today we don't have that community mind because we like to be. We look at it as a shul as convenience store. That is, I think, the most important thing that a person has to look for in a community. That it's a community that the shul is their life. The shul is their. The rabbi is, is, is a rabbi for all of them that you want to connect to him. Because if you don't want to connect to him and you just want to use a mat to come to some to get a nice, uh, aliyah over there, it's not worth it.
0: And powerful medicine. So, the, in the essence, what a person should be looking for when he's moving to a new community is making sure he has a shul, a shul with a rab, a rub that he connects to, a community that he's going to be involved with, and that's having an effect on them. So, that's how, in the essence, the community is going to have an effect on the
1: person through the Torah. Oh, so, to one second. Right. So, now, what is the gain from, the, from having such a community? So, I want to just <clears throat> give you a simple example. Today, we're having a lot of lot of challenges with children. And I want to say that this is one of my messages that I I have a passion for it. For example, in my family, we have Rabbi Olya Brudni, the Rashiva of Mary Shiva, and Rabbi Mattul Zuba, he's the rabbi of the Achim, And for general questions, we could go to Rabbi Raful. But My kids feel comfortable enough that if they have a question, they can go and approach the rabbi themselves. I was by a friend of mine, Rabbi Kaufman. He lives in Muncie. I remember being by him for Shabbat. I don't know for what reason. And we prayed by Rabbi Schlesinger. Today he's a very prominent Manahal in Detroit. I remember we prayed by Rabbi Schlesinger. the, the, The famous Rabbi Schlesinger, the Great speaker, Talmid Chacham flag, walking Torah, in Mansi. And I observed him and he when everybody went to say Shabbat Shalom to him, he stopped every child and he asked him, How was your week? How did you learn? What are you learning? He knew what they were learning, and he and he helped cup. He was able to know he's in sixth grade, he's in fifth grade. What he's learning, Baba Metsiyah, he's learning, uh, every single child. First of all, they waited for that because the recognition from a rabbi is more than the recognition that you could get at home. Unfortunately, at home, sometimes there's a lot of stress. And the second thing is, and a child that gets that recognition, he's ready to learn good the whole week just to get that smile from the rabbi. A lot of rabbanim think that also they, maybe sometimes a Rav can make a mistake, that he thinks that all is important for him to do is to say his class, to say his shiud. I don't think that that's so important. The most important thing of a rabbi is to make sure somebody else is happy. To make sure like even in our shiud, you see, we started bigger, we keep on throwing them out. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if you can learn with a, a small group of three, and you could learn a small group of three, it's fascinating. I want to say one thing, also. Chacham Yosef Raful Hashem should give him Yamin, because he's like the, 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 the pioneer of building the Torah in the Syrian community. When he started, I remember he started with 10 Avrechim, Maybe 10 avrechim, mostly Ashkenaz, some of them. He, he brought in similar, two rabbis. Similar Very similar. <laughs> We're trying to emulate them. <laughs> uh, but he hired two rabbanim along with him to say classes. He hired Abeliezer Harari and wow. Chacham Asher Chashwal in the Beit's Midrash. Now, although some rabbanim, they're the only ones who are saying the class. You know, he could have had 30 boys in his class instead of having 10, 10, and 10. But he said to me recently, and I didn't know this was his strategy. he said, "You have to build small groups and solid and build from that. You want big class, you're not building nothing. big classes because you don't have that individual connection. The faster we will look the faster you try to catch too much. you don't catch it when you focus okay. and, and you see that because of that small group that he has. He built an imperia. He built a, a, but how big was this group? Twenty guys, ten in, before Shakhri, ten after Shakhri. That's where, by the way, where I got that idea. That I have ten Maybe guys I before Shakhri, ten after Shakhri, and Shakhri is in the middle. He was there, but I rather have ten and ten than have even twenty at one time. And then at night, we have the ninth colo. I, I, I have ten guys maximum. Any more than that, send send them out. Because we see, like, we have Levy, we just sent him out of the shoot. We (laughs) sent him to an individual small shoot, let him sit with three guys, because we don't want that the class should be big. We want that the people should grow. And the way you have that class growing is by giving that individual attention. And you see, and a lot of times, they don't have the. Ch- they don't know the children's first name. The children should be able to come over to you and say Shabbat Shalom to you. It's not that the father has to. That once that a child feels part of a community, he thinks twenty times more if he should do the wrong thing. I don't mean we all have challenges. We all do sin, but I'm saying that drastic right, right. cut off that people make today in today's generation, I believe that ninety percent of it would have been forgotten about. If the parents would be loyal to a rav, be part of the community, and the child should feel it. I, I, I'm saying it from my heart because uh, okay. I, 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 I really, being honest, I think that's one of the biggest challenges that people have today, that because a lot of these people are davening in shoes. The fathers are maybe talmei khamim and they don't have connection to a, an individual rav, and that the child knows that the father lives with the rav. And if they don't see that and they don't feel that connection, so they don't, they're only they're individual people. They're not part of something. Once you're part of something, that's why you see in a lot of big Hasidus and that they have a massive, So it's much less the challenge because, after all, I'm part of something big. Right. Yeah. I'm not just in a in an individual right. house. Things that come out of the heart. Into the heart, powerful
0: message by Rabbi Mansur. So you're mentioning how the community has an effect on the through the rabbi, through the shul, through the Torah. How does the Torah, the Holy Torah, have an effect on an individual within the community? Rabbi has a lot of experience with teaching, and you've probably seen scenarios of people being from scenario A and becoming to completely different. How does the Torah affect an individual? the the
1: the The first thing is that when a person starts learning Torah, he doesn't have that natural enjoyment that you have when you get into it. Today there was a there's a new concept of dafyomi that it became worldwide. Yeah and a lot of people they have even said that in they learn two Mishnahis a day, three Halachas a day, but robotic. It's a beautiful thing to have. To learn dafyomi is a beautiful thing. Ghadali's role behind it. But that is something you're doing to pay your dues. Mm-hmm. You're paying your dues to Hashem. So if it's a paying your dues, so you have a grocery bill, and you have a, do- a grocery bill to Hashem, and you have a grocery bill to, to the Torah, and you have the grocery bill to your wife. So everyone is a different responsibility. Torah learning is not a grocery bill. I used to tell one of my chavuses that if you're learning with misirut nefesh, better don't learn. Mesidut nefesh means to say you're giving up something. If a person is eating ice cream and he's giving up cleaning the streets, that means he's giving up something. That's not giving up something. That's he's giving up something that's a waste of time for something that's more beneficial. A person that's learning Torah, he has to feel like he's in a candy store. You know, a child in a candy store. But, but he has to appreciate it. He has to feel it. When a person puts his sechel and he develops understanding the Torah, it's a spiritual high that a physical high cannot bring you to that. Now, the problem is that you see even in the class, when you say a, a good kasha, a good topic, and and, and and a person understands really a gemara, and he gets to the bottom, of it. even it could be a gemara that's not related to his personal life. His whole personality changes. <laughs> and if his personality changes, automatically he's a different person. He's a happier person. A person that, that like David HaMelech said, It's not a gimmick. We take it all as a gimmick, the Torah, Torah, Torah. It's not a gimmick. You try it, you, you that, a person has a class with a rabbi, he feels an accomplishment, he learns with a chavrutah, like we have, Baruch Hashem. We have 14 Avrichim, many yeah, yeah. more. And you have a few of them that already have three, they learn three balabats every money. I mean, but Baruch that. Hashem, we, we, if we, right now we're at the point that we took another six guys, we have already chavrutah wow. for them. Right now. But wow. you, we can't jump the gun. But, but you have, there's, there's even Vallabatam that started learning a full day in the colo because of the, because of the learning. And they're not getting even paid. Why? Because they realize they that the the, the, the energy, they, they, they enjoy the energy. There's a very positive energy. People today, the real problem is, is that we're so fast food mentality. That we don't ever sit down and develop a passion for something. You want to go to a game? Okay, I decide I'm going to a game. I'm on the plane. I'm going to a game. I want to go do this. We're so spontaneous. Torah gives you patience. It gives you the the enjoyment of the real world. Look, today people sit down to a steak. And they wolf it down like in in one minute. What kind of steak is that? You don't enjoy the steak. How do you enjoy your steak? You enjoy the steak, you cut it, you eat it. You don't even put it in ketchup in the fancy restaurants. They don't even give you ketchup. Because, but we don't, want, we don't want to develop a taste even for a steak. We don't have patience for it. By the time the steak is there, we want to have it down. We have to wait more than five minutes (laughs) we're getting impatient how do you develop a taste for a steak? you think about it, I'm saying even in the the goisha world, if you really want to enjoy a steak, you're waiting for it I'm getting it, They're cooking it fresh, the the, the tongue is getting, uh, the saliva is developing, you're waiting for it it's a build up, up. and then the steak comes, and you eat it slowly and you appreciate it, and you you now, what happens? I order the steak. I just decided, I looked at the menu of the restaurant. Ten minutes later, I want it. Ten minutes later, it's down. Yep. And what is he walk out with? A bill of $200 a person and a stomachache. He doesn't appreciate it, but when you learn something, when anything that is developed with patience, with work, and 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 you appreciate what you're doing, automatically it changes your life. The same way the steak will change your life if you appreciate food. So too, if you're going to learn Torah, much more over that it's going to make you a different person. It's going to make you appreciate uh, uh, appreciate life. It's going to make you appreciate a spiritual enjoyment. It just that's the only thing Hashem says. You'll taste it, but you got to taste it. When you wolf down food, you don't taste it. Sure. Taste it, and you'll see that Hashem is good, and it's really like
0: amazing. 100%. I remember as a Bacher, as a child, uh, learning wasn't so exciting. You know, many bachar, you know, children young, they don't appreciate it, but as I get older... Ah, it's my I enjoy the morning series, the night series, the Rabbi touched upon this before. Uh, from your experience, uh, what is the most important attribute of a rabbi? If you could elaborate on that a little bit more.
1: The same way I was saying, that the way the child needs the rabbi, the most important thing of a rabbi is to be involved in the nuances of the community. A lot of times, people. I'll give you. Uh, I mean, I can give you two stories or three stories. People love stories. <laughs> people love stories. I'll give you one. I went to Panovich Yeshiva. I remember speaking to Rabbi Rafal about it, and he, I think, is he's a Talmud of Panovich also. Really, I didn't know he's a Talmud of Panovitch, and he had a son over there, and. I was speaking to him, he said, we were discussing yeshivas, and I, I had a cheshek, and he thought it was a good idea. So, usually what a Rav does, he gives you an etzer, nice. and he gives you an advice, and he goes home, and he says, okay. He gets on the phone, he calls Rabbi Ram Kahneman. <laughs> Rabbi Vram Kahneman was the Nasi, the president of the yeshiva, he was the head of the yeshiva. He says, I want to bring a bacha. Okay? Mm-hmm. He could send them over. He says, no, I'm coming with him. He says, let's get into the car. He drove me. I didn't have a license then. I was 18. He took the... He drove me to the car, and he went and he took me to the interview. And he sat with me to the interview for an hour. Wow. He had he already had a community. He already was a rabbi. But he, he felt the yeshiva boy has to get into yeshiva. He went down there. I think that uh, the same way I told you, Rav Shach, there's countless stories. He would call over Bacharim and the yeshiva, and if he would ask them, Nazmanim, did you go on a trip? And he said, I didn't go on a trip. So you think the Gadol Ador, that he's Mamlich Mamlachot, he's making governments, he's busy with Dege Torah, mm-hmm. he's busy with everything else. He says, maybe you're short on a few dollars that you can't afford the bus to go to the to the... To the to the Yam to the ocean, you have to go ben Asmanim. He said, I think it was Abshmul Rizovsky's said by the Panovitcherov's funeral. He said it says avi avi nechev yisraelu parashav. He says avi avi is a father. A father is of an individual attention. Nechev yisraelu parashav means leadership. He says either you're a father or you're a leader. He said it's impossible to be a leader if you don't give individual attention. A Rav has to care about everybody's... If he's happy today, he has to be able to notice it. If there's a child over there, he has to be go over to him. How was your day? If there's a person that's a little bit going through a situation, he has to pick up that something's bothering him today. If there's not... The classes are just a way to get him into the door to connect. But the connection has to, to genuine care to every individual. People like big projects, big things today. They don't understand. Big things happen when you focus on the individual. Avi, Avi, small it's a
0: actions div- create big people.
1: Only. Small actions, and people look at it small, but the truth is, it's not small actions. Yeah. But in this world, it's considered small actions. You give a kid a candy, or you give him a little... Uh, a, pat, a little pat on the back and you say, oh, have a good day. We look at it as small actions. But this makes it that when his father has a challenge with the child, if he should send them the I mean, out to public school or not, which we know your organization is the leading um, the leading fight. They're leading the fight in taking kids out of public school. But if you want to really get them out of public school, we have to make public school shouldn't even be an alternative.
0: If you want, we... Uh, yeah, sorry. like the rabbi discussed, you told me in the past, the way it worked by the Syrian community, I think it was, that uh, the yeshivas would always be growing, there would always be more, that there wasn't even an option, right? To, to, that's what i from the rabbi.
1: You, you see all the communities that really grew, whether it's in Mexico or it's in Flatbush, both of these schools, when they opened up, more of like we would call a more Haredi school A more of a hardline school the general public was deba- upset at them. Oh, really? Oh, when they started, they got it over the head. What do you think? Who are you doing? You're changing the tradition. What do you mean? We were always like, everybody's one, and everybody oh, could yeah, be we that. Had similar, we, had, yeah. we had
0: those situations when <laughs> that started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, e- even now that, yeah, we, yeah. That, that, that we have the cheder, yeah. people say, you're, you're going more right-wing. Why can't we be everybody together? But people are making a mistake. The higher you go, everybody moves along with you. You see, the certain community, 30 years ago, there was an option of public school. Today, there's not even an option of public school because everybody moved so much to the right. So, automatically, the, the, if the, if the, every, it's a domino effect. So everybody's moving more. In Mexico, when Rabbi Badu, Shalom, started the the Kol Al-aram Tsova and he started a cheder, so there was other. I think Tzukatav. They were upset at him, but what happened? All of a sudden, today they're more Charedi than he was thirty years ago, even and because because he upped up the bar. So. Or, <laughs> That's what Bezat Hashem, which we, we hope that we yeah. have in this community, that you should be out of business. <laughs> I mean, it should be in other things, uh, not, not but, getting, but, but, schools but schools not getting kids from, from program, but, program, but, but, the, programs, but the problem is it. that a lot of these parents that are sending to public schools are not that they don't know anything. They make Hiddush on Shabbat. The tradition. they, they're traditional. They have... They have Yom Kippur. They have Sukkot. They have Pesach. They get together. Some of them even don't open lights on Shabbat. They don't know more, but and they're still saying the public's. They're school. not against exactly. they not. Something. They just don't know any better. If we educate everyone, which is what Kazakh is working on, the, light, educating you, the, but the the educate education community parents and children the most important thing, we got to up the bar. And the men up the bar, then public school shouldn't even be an option. You're fighting day and night, and Baruch Hashem, you're up to 1,200, 1,300, 1,300 children out of of public school. And there's uh, what I understand, there's thousands more. Thousands more, yeah. Thousands more. And everyone watching should be,
0: really get involved. It shouldn't be a one-man show or a
1: one man's mission. It be a it's, it's impossible. Oh, yes. if one person can't get 10,000 kids out of, out of, out of a out of public school. But one of the ways how to do it is if we raise the whole bond the community, more B'nai Torah, more Torah learning, more like they would call black hats. So the minute all of a sudden there's more black hats, so even the people that are lower move up higher. So then the guy that's on the bottom, he says, you know, I'm really out of it. By me sending my kid to public school, what am I doing? So at least I'll move up to Baragola. And then if the kid from Baragola will move up to Shaditziyot. There's a domino effect. But there's that. You should never... you do, All the other things you do are great. But this is even greater because yeah, it's a time of the for sure. you, No, but I'm being honest. By you picking up the bar, and that's what you're trying to do. People say the cola, what does the cola have to do with Khazar? You know what the cola college. has to do? The minute that we start learning, uh, the bar goes up, Palabatan goes up people around the community are saying this is like a milestone. Everybody's learning. Okay, all of a sudden, we we want to get them out. And we even have a few cases that people started learning in the learning. That's right. They had an option of sending their child to public school 100%. and they wanted to, and they went and gave to, to Yeshiva. This is this is this is, this is chazak. an amazing
0: thing. Just at the beginning we're we'll be doing much more as the together with Shiva and the whole community. But so many amazing gems, so many amazing advice, so many amazing insights. We haven't a even had a customer a talks, one final message. For our broader audience, maybe uh, a last uh, Grand
1: Slam, another... The, 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 the real message is don't use Judaism as a responsibility. Ah, that's don't use... Judaism is not a responsibility. It's a social life. It's the best social life that a person can get. Amen. People look at it, whether it's you learning, even you could have a black hat and you could be the most Haredi person but if you're doing it cuz you have to do it because that's an obligation it's never going to work because a child like Ramisha used to say if the fear, tired, if the father's not happy about it and it's an obligation the child's not going to stick with it mm-hmm. a person has to create the enjoyment of this is his life it's his lifestyle it's his his way of enjoyment his his, his 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 friends are what he cares about and make sure don't ever put down a rabbi to your children. Never, never do that. That's the worst thing you can do. That's maybe the biggest korban of today's generation. Because we have a lot of talmiday chacham. Even because the are talmid chacham, they think they can put down somebody else. The worst thing, and I think somebody once told me, there's one of the big balai musar said, that after the fight between, the argument between the chacham tzvi and Abiyak of Emden, Haskalah was able to come into the community because even if the fight is but once one person sides with somebody else already you lose that respect and the only way children stay good is when they see the respect for Talmidei Chachamim. Mm-hmm. And one of the Talmidei Chachamim that I had the Zichut to grow up with in my, within my house when he would come fundraising was Rav Shimon Ba'adani, Rav Shimon ben Chaviva, which is, he could use it it's, if we had more time, maybe our next talk, we would talk about Rav Ba'adani, which is uh yes, we Israel. Israel.
0: right Right,
1: right, right. Thank keys,
0: you for all the inspiration. Amen. Continue. Success. We want to thank you for everything, especially for this uh, amazing insights and a great Torah talk I want to remind everyone watching every single Tuesday night Chazak Torah Talks with special guests 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time special shout out to time. thank you for hosting along with dozens of other platforms and podcasts that are out there thank you very much dailygiving.org shout out to you thank you very much a dollar day really goes a very very far away see you Rabbi Robbie, Natan, Mayer, Rachman the whole team of your Izzy everyone at the Lee or everyone that's at the Chazak uh, operations over here really appreciate yours, your help and uh, every single the we mentioned, and make sure to get involved with the Chazak Revolution. Everybody should be involved with the revolution. You heard about it, about the Midrash and the Kol and the Freedom and the Sunday Schools and the team Division. so much more happening. Make sure to be part of it at Chazak.org slash donate. Every single dollar goes a very far away. We're going to be having a campaign very soon where everything's going to be matched. Please reach out to us about having a team page, a leadership, an ambassador. Everyone can get involved one way or another. Thank you very much, and Chazak work once again.